mark my words right now, Kaiju number eight is going to be a massive fucking hit. Just it's it's it, it, more than it already is by based on sales. Just wait till we get further along with chapters and stuff, and we you know we get some talks about anime here sometime in the late next year. Start to get rumors, you know, of the, of the anime talks for twenty twenty two. Kaiju number eight is gonna be a fucking hit. Mark this day, mark December eleventh, twenty twenty. Mark it. Alex is either a fucking idiot or on the mark. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the fucking mark. Let's do it. <laughs> Give it one year from now when when Kaiju number eight's fucking still blowing up. I'm gonna fucking clip this and this is gonna be the intro for that episode. <laughs> mark my words. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Animan Plus. This is episode 12. I'm your host, Alex Light. No Josh again today. Last week was for a personal issue that was kind of comedic that I'm not going to say here on the show. This week, he's just legitimately feeling under the weather. T's and P's to him. Hopefully, he feels better. But I do have Zach here in studio as usual. Zach, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I am still riding the high from the Game Awards, uh, from the Mass Effect reveal at the end. I'm still riding that high. Uh, well, well, excuse me. I, I, I named the awards, uh, the awards, uh, incorrectly. The last of us awards. I apologize. Uh, didn't, didn't name it correctly there. Uh, but yeah, still riding that high. Super excited, um, for everything that went on with that yesterday. A lot of cool announcements. Crimson Desert, pretty cool. Got Mass mm-hmm. Effect. Got another look at Dragon Age. I know you're, you know, interested about that Scavengers game that they showed off. Yeah, I did actually finally get my key last night, so I actually got that installed now on my computer. Nice, nice. And I know you're, I know you're pumped for the, you know, basically air quotes Left for Dead Three. Yeah, no, it's the classic Left for Dead team who yep. turned into Turtle Rock and did Evolve. Now they're doing. Uh, Back for Blood, which is pretty much a equivalent successor Left for Dead from what it looks like. Yeah. It, a lot of cool stuff that happened last night. Uh, for everyone that stopped by for the Lighthearted Game Awards, I appreciate you. It was a really fun time. Uh, thank you, Zach, for being there since Nick's a, a bitch and forgot to take off, even though he reminded himself for two months when it was. Because <laughs> he works overnights. So that's the thing. He works overnight, so he had to take off that night, and he forgot. <laughs> and he says it every week. Yeah, I know, in the plugs, man. Uh, but speaking of the plugs, let's jump into that. Uh, Lighthearted, like I said, Nick, he's my co-host over at Lighthearted. So if you're interested in some gaming, movie, TV talk, make sure you check that out over there i'm gonna be honest i don't know if we're gonna have an upload this week um me and nick were talking about it i'm thinking about just taking the weekend off like we originally planned even though i don't have an upload now since you know my pre-show kind of got fucked up because i can't read apparently time zones are hard man i know time zones are apparently i can't read you know it is what it is public education damn failed me again um but i don't know if we'll have an upload this week other than that we upload pretty much every single week on mondays talking about everything going on in the movie tv uh and gaming world uh also we're i did get the uh the approval i've already plugged this on lighthearted last week i think i don't think i've plugged it here yet but uh anime plus is officially on iHeartRadio and pandora radio which that's pretty cool it took like a month for them to do the approval process so hey we're there we're we're rocking it that's like 20-something platforms are on now. I couldn't even name them all if I tried. We now may get sent to somebody randomly just because we somehow hit their algorithm. 
exactly. Hey, and that and that's all it works. But hey, you know, speaking of that, uh, one thing that I did notice. Uh, so the way that uh, Transistor tracks my downloads, it tracks my downloads in the first thirty days and then total. But hey, shout out to the fact that for Animan Plus, you know, we're getting some more downloads past the original point of the upload, which is always a cool thing. That means people are going back and checking out the original episodes. So yeah, that's pretty dope. I like to see that. Um, make sure to follow us on all of our social platforms. Um, you know, we're on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, if you want to support us further, the Patreon is a great way to do it. Shout out to our Tier 4 patron, Jared, who still has a topic and a question that he needs to redeem. Jared, get on it. I call him out on stream. He still doesn't answer. <laughs> I know, man. I know. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll get them sooner or later. Um, so we do have some uh, some pretty sweet news to talk about today, at least in my opinion. I'm very, very proud to say that I've I, we, we, we've done it. We're here. Animan Plus. Boys, we got ourselves a winner this time. <laughs> so one of my goals <laughs> for this show <laughs> is I want to be able to find the next big hit before it's the next big hit, you know, for people who only watch anime, for example, right? I want to be able to find that. Me and Josh, we thought we were onto something with Time Paradox, Ghost Rider, and Bone Collection. Those shit got fucking axed quick. Hey, Bone Collection at least got an anime. We're talking about something else. Oh, was it not? Yeah, this is this is a manga that just came out this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, it only yeah, I, that was Josh's preferred of the two. I really liked Bone Collection. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Beautiful Bones. Okay. Yeah, Bone Collection just came out this year. It only ran for about 15, 17 chapters around there. I really enjoyed the concept. I thought it was pretty cool. So did Josh. Josh was really upset that it got axed. Um, Because this is the time where he was completely anti-Mashal. So he was super pissed that Mashal was still a thing while Bone Collection got axed. Yeah, he read the thing that survived a gravity boy is that cancer right uh i really enjoyed tom paradox ghost rider i thought it was a super interesting series um but anyway you know like i said one of the goals for animan plus is to find the next big hit and boys i think we found it and not only did i think we find we found one we may have found two that's a double win boys all right kicking off with the news I've been very anxious for this. I've been very anxious for both of these things that we're going to talk about in terms of sales. Number one, let's kick off with the smaller one. Let's kick off with Phantom Seer. This is a newer manga part of Weekly Shonen Jump that I've really grown attached to. Zach, you're reading it as well. It's pretty solid, is yeah, it not? Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, Josh just caught up once me and you started hyping up what was going on. Great series. Uh, I was a little scared going into that fight we had, like we talked about. I was like, oh, are they going to kill her? It's like, is, is it? Because that would indicate the show's about to get axed. Yeah, no, that, that's a death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were a little scared there. And then, you know, I got the, you know, saw the first volume. I'm like, all right, I'm kind of anxious, kind of anxious about how this is going to do. And uh, immediately I was I was very disappointed, immediately. At first sight, because at first sight, the first volume was ranked like 76th right in its first like few days, which was... That's, that's, that, pre- that's pretty rough. That's rough. But here's the thing that I found out later that just gave me like a breath of fresh air where it's just like, okay, all right, here we go. All right, so the reason it only got uh, seven, uh, 76, it only sold 86 um, copies, you know, a little over eight thousand copies is all it sold. So we're talking thousands here. Yeah, we're talking. Okay. So only it only sold uh, eight thousand, a little over eight thousand, almost nine thousand. So that that's not good. Okay, no. it's not. But here's the thing, it sold out. They did not print a lot, possibly in you know anticipation for it to potentially bomb because you know um, 
we've seen so many of these newer series not sell well. Magu-chan, mm-hmm. uh, me and Robico, uh, hard-boiled cop and a dolphin. I don't know the sales on Mori King, but that shit's still going. So I guess it's borderline decent. Bone Collection did not sell well. Uh, Guardian of the Witch, another series that I read earlier this year that was boring as fuck, did not sell well, got axed. Um, uh, Zip, Zip Man, Zip Man did not sell well earlier this year. It got axed. Bone Collection did not sell well. So... To my understanding, they just didn't print that many copies for the possibility of it not selling well and them just setting on the fucking copies. Eight, they only, like I said, almost sold 9,000 copies, sold out completely, and now there's other people on back order trying to buy it. Reprints coming um, the 22nd of December. That, that that's, that's, that's big. That's huge. Do we have any numbers on how much the reprint is? I did not get numbers on the reprint yet, so we'll find out. But the, the fact that... You they know, are doing a reprint. Th- they're doing a reprint, and it's sold out. You know, so it being ranked seventy uh, sixth. Now that I know that it was because they did not have many copies, is okay. Yeah, that's fine. So that's good news. Phantom Seer possibly not going to die. Let's go. It's just a matter now of how much, how many of the reprints they're going to get through. That's true. That's true. Um, and you know, just I'm very curious to see how that's going to go because my understanding, like, uh, it's on back order right now. There are people that really want this, to my understanding, and it is on back order. Um, so shout out to that dude. I'm really, I'm really excited to hear that Phantom Seer is actually doing well. Cause I'm telling you, once I saw like, it only sold like 8,000 in, you know, four days. I'm like, Oh no. And it's like, it's only ranked 76. I'm like, Oh no. But here's something else I want to point out involving, uh, how much it sold. Like I said, it sold, um, uh, eight, you know, almost 9,000 in mm-hmm. four days. Okay. It's selling 9,000 in four days. Um, it outdid Mashal, Spy Family, and Undead Unluck in the same amount of time for volume ones. So those three series, which are now kind of like, st- you know, obviously Spy Family is is doing phenomenal oh, for yeah. Jump Plus, but Mashal and Undead Unluck really becoming like roots of Weekly Shonen Jump now, uh, doing well for themselves. You know, Phantom Seer outsold them in the same amount of time. That f- first four day for Volume One, Phantom Seer outsold them. So that's pretty awesome. That's good. Yeah. So we got we, we all right. Anime Plus. We got one. We got one. We I got, mean, I see Phantom Seer sit, holding sort of strong because it's because we have Jujutsu Kaisen out there, which yep. is they have a fairly similar setting of just we have these shamans or spirit users, yep. fighting spirits. Just Jujutsu Kaisen's a lot probably at this point a lot darker than. Uh, Phantom Seer, but yeah, I agree. Phantom Seer has the possibility to go really dark. Oh, just, it does. Just based on <laughs> how we saw uh, the white kimono girl, dude. That that was some fucked up shit. That, that was, was hap- some fucked up. That shit. was some fucked up shit that was happening <laughs> there, man. So in the future, maybe Phantom Seer will get that dark. But as it stands, it's sort of a lighter at this yeah, point. Yeah. That's a similar setting setup. Yeah. Uh, now onto the bigger one, the one that I'm more pumped up about. Like I, I like to see that Phantom Seer succeeding, but this one here. Really gets me excited. Kaiju number eight, volume one came out, and the sales are fucking insane. 200,000 copies plus have already been sold. That is fucking insane for a volume one. That is ridiculous, and especially since Kaiju 8 is just solely a digital manga, right? Until yeah. the volume came out now. Yeah, it's solely digital until the volume came out, yeah. 
because uh, it's over in Jump Plus, man. And dude, that is incredible. So that, I mean, that hey, that's two now. Let's I mean, go. I mean, that's good. It's a very good series. It's I fucking love it. I honestly think it has its own niche that nothing else is really hitting right now. So yeah, no, I agree completely, and I'm super happy to see how well it's doing because like. You know, um, you know, we we have a little bit more news about Jump Plus. We're about to hit, but you know, with with Spy Family and Kaiju Number Eight and something else that's on the way that I'm about to talk about, Jump Plus is about to be a force within itself. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like it's insane, but yeah, dude, shout out to Kaiju Number Eight and Phantom Seer. Uh, you know, me and Josh, we fucking missed the mark on Bone Collection and Tom Paradox Ghost Rider, but hey. We got two right now for Anime Plus. I'm telling you, these these two series, they're going to be some big hits, especially Kaiju. Like Phantom Seer, I, I see it being successful. I see it being like what's going to be like a nice, uh, like you know, you know, like a nice manga for Weekly Shonen Jump. But just mark my words right now, Kaiju Number Eight is going to be a massive fucking hit. Just it's it's it, it, more than it already is by based on sales. Just wait till we get further along with chapters and stuff, and we you know we get some talks about anime here sometime the late next year. Start to get rumors, you know, of the, of the anime talks for twenty twenty two. Kaiju number eight is gonna be a fucking hit. Mark this day, mark December it, December eleventh, twenty twenty. Mark it. Alex is either a fucking idiot or on the mark. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the fucking mark. Let's do it. <laughs> Give it one year from now when when Kaiju Number Eight's fucking still blowing up. I'm gonna fucking clip this and this is gonna be the intro for that episode. <laughs> mark my words. But yeah, shout out to those dude. Pretty cool. Uh, since I already kind of referenced it, let's go ahead and jump over that. We got some more Jump Plus news because overall we got a lot of news to talk about involving one particular series, and that is uh, that's Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man is uh, is officially coming to a close here in uh, two days uh, from this recording. Uh, chapter, what, 96, 97, I think, is the last chapter? Yes. Yeah. Last chapter is about to come out in just a couple days, uh, which wasn't really surprising with how everything's been set up to this point. Plus, the author is known to write a shorter series anyway. Uh, but we did get some news with Chainsaw Man this week. Number one, no, to no surprise at all, it is getting an anime coming out sometime next year. And it's by, is it pronounced Mappa? Mappa? Mappa, is that how you pronounce it? Mappa Studio? Yes. Mappa. Yeah, I think it's Mappa, uh, who have animated, who's currently doing Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, They are doing Attack on Titan, the final season, and they did the God of High School animation. So it's in pretty good hands, in my opinion. Um, But the more interesting news to me, because that's not overly interesting. We knew it was coming. I guess the only thing that's interesting about it is that it actually got a really good fucking studio. That's the most interesting aspect of that to me. Other than that, it's not surprising. But the more interesting part is... um, there is going to be a part two of the manga, which we kind of felt based on the whole like power, you know, um, like kind of storyline to explore mm-hmm. here. I guess it's a little bit of a spoiler for people possibly still catching up, but either way, deal with it. Um, we do have a part two of the manga, but here's the thing. It's not going to be in Weekly Shonen Jump. It's actually going over to Jump Plus, which I think is I think that is fascinating, honestly, for a couple different reasons. So the the first reason is let's see if you agree with me on this. Chainsaw Man, you know we have Jujutsu Kaisen, um, we have uh, Phantom Seer, which like you already said could really take a darker turn later on. Mm-hmm. We've had some other series that can really take a darker turn, whatever. But would you agree that Chainsaw Man kind of stands out a little bit in terms of like the grittiness of the series compared to everything else in Weekly Shonen Jump? Because that's personally how I feel. I mean. I, get, I, t- I mean, technically, yes, based on everything. Yeah, I could agree to the grittiness, but I'm not sure if it's uh, based on intentionality or 
Just author didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of the like. It's not necessarily like author based. Obviously, I mean it is because he's writing. But I'm just mean in terms of like you look at all the other things in Weekly Shonen Jump and you look at Chainsaw Man. It kind of stands out to me. In mm-hmm. terms of just like the grittiness. So, you know, one, one thing that I've kind of thought about with it going over to Jump Plus is like we already mentioned, Jump Plus is really becoming a force within itself with Spy Family doing massive sales. We have uh, Kaiju number eight doing incredible sales. Now we have this, you know, already successful series with Chainsaw Man getting a part two in Jump Plus. It feels like Jump Plus, I mean, Shonen Jump's already jumping on the digital like bandwagon and everything, but it really feels like. Jump Plus is kind of more gearing towards like almost like an adult audience because I mean it's no it's no secret that Weekly Shonen Jump is technically directed at, at a younger audience. Yes, that that is that is a fact. That is not me stating my opinion. That is a fact. So I feel like Jump Plus is kind of gearing towards possibly a more kind of like a you know older type of demographic. What what, what do you think about that? Do you think I'm on the mark? Do you think I'm? You know, I would what? agree with that, especially seeing these series that are coming out that are either solely with Jump Plus, or and because we still are getting the series from Shonen Jump, but mm-hmm. the series that are solely just Jump Plus are being introduced through Jump Plus. Yeah, they all sort of have that sort of darker grittiness, I guess, sort of feel to them. Right, or they have the capability of having it. Right, unlike, you know, what we have in Weekly Shonen Jump. Because in Weekly Shonen Jump, you know, we have Jujutsu Kaisen, which in my opinion, with Chainsaw Man leaving, is probably the darkest thing we have, in my opinion, especially with stuff that's happened recently in, in, in the manga chapters, yeah. right? Uh, after that, it was probably, you know, is would it probably be Phantom Seer has the potential to be. I mean, we've already seen how fucked up it can be with the... the that the fight that we had, yeah, the kimono that, girl, that was some fucked up shit that we saw, you know. But other than that, like you know, while yes, the other series has moments of like, oh man, that was really fucked up. For the majority, it's pretty lighthearted. Yeah, shout out to my podcast. <laughs> He's shaking his head at me. <laughs> I had to say it, man. I had to say it. We were there, but I don't know. I just thought that was kind of an interesting thought. Is um, you know that Jump Plus it could possibly be getting set up to, you know, more focused on like an, an older demographic. But then the other interesting point about this is, are we ever going to reach a point where Jump Plus is just going to be full-blown the future? Like, are we ever going to really reach that point? Because, I mean, look look at Weekly Shonen Jump. Look at the amount of series they go through a fucking year and to get stuff that, like, the stuff that we have going on right now, while, mm-hmm. you know, let's be honest, me and you, we're really enjoying Mashal. It's funny, it's entertaining, it's got some pretty, it's got some pretty interesting stuff about it, but it's not a blowout seller. No. It, it, it has, it does enough for itself to survive, you know, and it's the same thing with, like, Undead Unluck, it's the same thing for Yozakura Family, and a few others, like, they, they do enough to survive. I mean, Weekly Shonen Jump, you have One Piece, you had Demon Slayer, and you have Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero, Black Clover is kind of what it feels like a hit or miss on manga sales like are we going to reach a point at some at some point in the future where jump plus is going to be the the primary in a way i could see it um i don't personally know the aspects of japanese culture and form and sense to literature i feel like if it was more of a western focused thing it would most definitely jump to digital only there'd be no issue at all but i'm not sure how big in uh, Japanese culture, how uh, consistent literature is, because, I mean, I could definitely see it become a much bigger force and maybe become a mainstream thing, at least maybe for their Western audience, but I could still very much see them still pumping out their magazines and everything just for everyone that's actually in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, that, that, that's a good point. You know, um, I, I don't necessarily think Weekly Shonen Jump is going to, like, go away anytime soon, but it's just one of those things that I've, I've thought about. Like, are we going to get a shift in power at some point where Jump Plus is going to be the future? And, you know, with Chainsaw Man Part 2 going over to Jump Plus, like, I honestly, you know, truly believe this is fantastic for the series itself because Jump Plus, you know, maybe now it's starting to rise a little bit. Obviously, there are expectations there anyway, but the expectations on Jump Plus is much lower than yeah. what it is on Weekly Shonen Jump. And it gives series a lot more leeway to be successful, kind of like a Kaiju number eight being, you know, having leeway where the authors can, you know, do three chapters, have a cover chapter, basically a week off. You know, it's three, three chapters, a week off, three chapters. Um, so the, the expectations are lower. I feel like the expectations are going to be start rising with how much, you know, these new, these series are doing over in jump plus, but I think chainsaw man going over there, like even though it's already very successful, I think it's absolutely phenomenal for the series. I really do. The only thing we can hope is that Shannon jump doesn't try to push anything once they see how these series are doing on their online platform. Yeah. That's true. I mean, and they're known to try to push stuff. Yeah, that's what that's that's what they do. You know, it all comes back to the fact that Shonen Jump is so horribly desperate for the next big hit. They are so horribly desperate for it. I mean, it, we've gone on record saying this on multiple times. They are so fucking desperate for it. They want to get back to how it was like mid two thousands and stuff, where you had like blowout sellers like Bleach, Naruto, uh, One Piece. One Piece still going on, of course, but and then also in uh, you know Japan, Kaito Hitman Reborn was in that same category. Like they want to get back to that so bad. <laughs> they want it so fucking bad. <laughs> Maybe one day. We'll see, though. Never know. Kaiju number eight, though. Next big hit. Let's go. Mark my words. Um, now, I do actually want to jump back to this kind of conversation involving, like, Weekly Shonen Jump, Jump Plus, digital reading and stuff. I do want to get back to that when I give my thoughts on an, a series called Ayakashi Triangle. I have a little rant that I'm going to go on about this fucking series, but we're going to get to that. Let's get to the rest of the news first. So um, I did come across Noblesse episode ratings, which is something I've been kind of, you know, anxious, kind of waiting for, just kind of get a general idea of what people thought about it. Um, overall, it's pretty average, like I kind of thought it would be. i just give it a little breakthrough here. We have episode one at 7.4, two at 7.6, three at seven, four at 6.9, five at 7.7, the hype episode, episode six at 8.1, no surprise there, seven at uh, 7.2, no surprise there. That was a true, like, after fight, like, mellow out. That, mm -hmm. was, the, that was, I think, what, the basketball episode, right? I think it was. Is that the one where, you know, Shin Wu was trying to get with Sierra? Okay, yes. Yeah. Uh, episode 8, uh, which started the backstory, is uh, 8.1. And episode 9, kind of surprised at this one. It's a 7.9. I figured it would also be floating around that 8.1 range. But, I mean, it's good to see that this is overall pretty average all across the board. I know with, like, God of High School, I've joked about it before, but the wedding episode got, like, a 5-point-something. It was, yeah. like, the literal lowest, and everything else stayed about this range that we're seeing here. You know, when it comes to, like, Tower of God, God of High School, and Noblesse, I we fully anticipate in every shape and form we will get a second season for sure. It's the matter of will we get a third is yes. kind of where we're at on this. So these ratings works for me. You know, obviously as a Noblesse fan, I wish they could be higher, but hey, this works for me. You know, I, I will get a second season, which based on I, me and Zach can both say this all fucking day. Based on what's going what's gonna to be going down in season two, when season one finishes, you need to fucking watch it. 
so that way you're ready for season two because season two is going to be fucking hype. But season one will be a lot better one if you can binge it because it really will. It really will. I agree to that one hundred percent. Yeah, and season two is going to be fucking incredible. I'm 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 big ready for season two. Um, we do have uh, some other news involving a new anime. Another one for the spring twenty twenty one lineup. Now this one doesn't actually like hype me up because I've never actually checked this series have out. You really not? I have. I really haven't. God damn, man. Uh, Code Geass is getting a new anime. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've never checked out Code Geass. I've watched it on several occasions. Our buddy Diaz, it's yeah. one of his favorite series. I know, he's he's raved to me about it all the time, trying to get me to watch it, which I, I want to. I just haven't got around to it. The only it. thing is I, I'm behind on Code Geass because I didn't watch the series of it that came out, I think, a year and a half ago now, mm-hmm. which I can't remember its name because I need to go watch that one still because it was a continuation of after Code Geass... The first one's the Lucia, the Rebellion. Dang, it's been so long, I can't remember what the second one's actually called. But it's got to tag along to that. But pretty much it's several... It's the continuation of the series after being silent for almost eight, seven, eight years. Mm. Yeah, this one's going to be titled uh, Z of the Recapture, is what this series is going to be called. It's coming out, like I said, in spring 2021. Um, while I've never checked out Code Geass, I know there's a big fandom for it. I know the fandom's big fucking hyped for this. Just another one for the 2021 lineup, dude. 2021 is going to be so fucking insane for anime. I know we've already talked about it here a couple times here on the show, and we'll probably talk about it again uh, later this month. You know, we are currently in December, so leading up to January, we'll probably touch on it again, but there is so much stuff going on next year for anime. It's going to be absolutely insane. Um what is the, the normal episode amounts of Code Geass? Is it normally like a 24-episode type of deal? Uh, the first two seasons, yes. The third season, as I said, I haven't watched it, so I don't know what its deal was. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised if it also got 24. So more than likely, this one will have probably have 24. Okay. Um, I'll see what I can do, and I'll see if I can watch uh, Code Ge- all of like what we have Code Geass currently up before this. Because, you know, I, I want to jump on some new anime. You know, I'm down for that. I mean, it's super good. That's what I've heard. I've heard literally nothing but good things about this fucking series. So I'll check it out at some point. Um, last two little bits of news. Well, one of them is not a little bit. Let me mind. let me let me let me rephrase that. One little bit of news, and then a big piece of news. Uh, the Black Clover anime is about to start the Spade Kingdom arc with episode one fifty eight. That is pretty exciting for the manga readers out there. You, you know, anime readers, you know, anime watchers. They don't know what's coming. It's gonna be fucking great. I am a little worried. That it's a little too soon to start it, in my opinion. I am a little worried of this. Um, I f- I feel like we're gonna hit, we're gonna have to hit filler. We're gonna have to hit filler. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, there's so, based on the most recent manga chapters, there's so much space that filler can be used for. So yeah, there really is. So we'll probably we'll probably get some aspects of it, like the dark triad, you know, all that stuff that went down, and then once we get back. After that, that big fight, multiple fights we had, yeah. we'll probably get more filler. That's probably what it'll be. But either way, hey, I'm really excited for it. Um, I haven't watched Black Clover in a hot minute since it's been in the filler canon. I watched a few episodes of filler canon. They were enjoyable. It just wasn't enough to kind of hook me. There are a few episodes I do want to check out, though. Like I know they had like an all-captains battle not too long ago, and apparently it's really hype. So I may have to check that out, but we'll see. Um, but now we do have a pretty big piece of news, in my opinion. We've mentioned this before on the show, and it is finalized. This is going down. Uh, AT&T is officially selling Crunchyroll to Sony Funimations for $1.2 billion. Insane amount of money. Yeah, they could have held out for more. 
I think they asked for more originally, didn't they? Probably. I want to say I want to say AT and T asked for more originally, but well, what this means is now Sony has a monopoly of uh, of the anime streaming and everything. So I, I don't know. Uh, one thing that will be kind of cool to come out of this is to see like Funimation and Crunchyroll kind of get merged again. If you remember, we had that a couple years ago yeah. where they had like a little partnership going, and that kind of just went away. So we'll we'll see that again. That's pretty cool. Um, I'll be really interested to see what else comes out of this. Like, is Funimation and Crunchyroll, are they just going to remain separate services? Or are they going to be combined? You know? I don't know. Do you do you have any thoughts on that? Funnel roll? Funnel <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could see them merging, but it wouldn't hurt to keep them separate because Funimation is very much known more for its English dubs versus Crunchyroll's mainly known for its sub. Yeah, plus Crunchyroll's uh, up to, you know, when basically when a new episode over in Japan goes live, Crunchyroll's got to go on live too. Yeah, because they actually have their own uh, studio team over in Japan, mm-hmm. actually, because uh, one of the conventions I went to at one time, I went to the Crunchyroll panel, and their lead female at the time, she was talking about how they have a building specifically there owned by them with the Japanese team, which is like maybe a block or two from Harajuku. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I am going to be wondering though is uh I I imagine it probably is, you know, that you know there are companies after all they're out to make money, but I'm wondering is it going to be still how it is now where you pay for both of them separately or is it going to be like one joint kind of subscription where you can get both? Yeah, I would see a bundle because there's already several bundle things with the both of them, so it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. I would like a bundle. I've never had Funimation just because I pr- always prefer Crunchyroll, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need Funimation, but it'd be cool to get a bundle. Yeah, fuck it, right? You know, it'll, it'll, it'll be... It'll be, it'll be a simple way for everyone to get all all their anime in one place. I mean, off the top of my head, there's only going to be a few series that you won't really get, you know, that from there that are notable. Like, uh, One Punch Man is apparently on Hulu only. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it started with season two. Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix, of course, which I, I still fucking hate. Because that means, you know, even as sub-watchers, you either have to go online and watch it, like some bootleg site... Or you have to wait until Crunchyroll gets it months later. I mean, Netflix has their own subbing thing, but... Still takes months later it's before fu- it actually gets our way. It's fucking trash. Yeah, it's garbage. So I fucking hate the Seven Deadly Sins is with them, but it is what it is. And it's, you know, Netflix has some other stuff as well um, in, in terms of anime. I don't remember what, though. Uh, I mean, one of the big ones they have, just because I actually watch sports anime, is Prince of Tennis. Oh, that's right. Isn't there a revival on that? Is that what you're talking about? Well, I don't know about the revival, but they have uh, Prince of Tennis, which the original series, and they have Prince of Tennis 2. And I don't know if they actually have Prince of Tennis uh, Nationals, which was the OVA. But, um, but yeah, no, they're they're either dubbed or you can listen to the original Japanese, but then you got to turn on Netflix's own personal sub, which is more or less just Google Translate. <laughs> Jesus. It's better than Google Translate because it actually translates properly, but the fucking... And so a traditional sub actually just has the white letters on the screen and mm. it's not you can actually very easily look over it if you're if you want. On this, they take the time it's in a big fucking black box with the letters, so it's very obvious. Oh, okay. Like a like a blackout box literally behind it. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean I found settings to make it more opaque, but it's still fucking it still bugs me. 
Yeah, that would bug me too. That would be very distracting, you know, because that, that's the beauty of like watching sub elsewhere, like where it's just like white letters and thick because it's not distracting. It doesn't overly like, you know, yank your eyes down there as much where you can enjoy everything else going on on the screen as well. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this uh, this sale plays out for uh, Sony. You know, I guess we'll see. Time will tell, right? Uh, jumping up from there, let's talk about some anime. And then after that, I'll talk. I'll give my thoughts on uh, Ayukashi Triangle and uh, my little rant involving uh, the Jump Plus Weekly Show and Jump thing I mentioned. Uh, so let's kick things off with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Episode 10. Uh, what did you think of this one? I thought it was super fucking hype. I haven't watched 11 that came out today, but I'm pretty excited to watch it. It was a great thing, just... The Minami uh, Mahito fight was just great. Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking incredible. I was so sad that we didn't get to see overtime. <laughs> uh, hey, we got it this We got it this episode, though. I'm excited to check it out. And, you know, I mentioned this to you, uh, I think, during the Lighthearted Game Awards last night. Um, when I hear Nanami's voice, that voice actor, since he's already played, like, some big, like, villainous roles this year, mm-hmm. I, it's just like my mind hears it. I'm just like, oh, so you're a villain. It's like, oh, wait, no, you're not. No, you're not. Hold on, hold on. It's just what my mind automatically defaults to, just because that's what I associate it with is, oh, main villain. But eh, whatever. But no, the fight was incredible. And Minami shows up. Yeah, exactly. It throws everything for a loop. Uh, yeah, Great episode, though. Really, uh, really pumped to see episode 11. Because I, I just from the preview, some beautiful animation still. And then the other half of the episode was the interaction between... Uh, Total, not Total Roki, that's wrong series. Yeah, it's completely wrong series. <laughs> <laughs> Yuto, uh, Yuji, whatever yeah. his name is. Him and their um, school kid. Yeah, school kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, you know, for anime-only uh, viewers, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I mean, not really. It's exactly good. knows how it's going to play out. <laughs> well, that's why I said anime watchers, you know. It'll be interesting for them to see how it plays out, you know. They'll have a good time. It'll be in 4K. <laughs> It'll look great. Yeah, it will look phenomenal. Uh, what about No Bleas episode 10? Because I fucking loved this episode. Oh, it was a very good episode. This episode had me hooked from beginning to end, man. Yeah, no, we're very much getting into the point where the author No Bleas went, hey, I should write it like this. Yeah. <laughs> so we're starting to already get sort of the build up and whatnot and sort of getting into the, the writer's enjoyment of the series and just starting to get a little bit of how the island plays out yeah and correct me if i'm wrong but for uh this uh, particular season of the anime was this the first time that we heard rye tell frankenstein that he un- that he uh releases the seal no okay did he say it once before i couldn't yeah because he said it in the, in okay i remember now yeah okay I, I i i wasn't sure i just i love i love that that moment it's just like ah oh, you know shit's about to fucking go down <laughs> and just as soon as you do that fucking smirk yeah just frankenstein's dude frankenstein's in, fucking he's insane he's absolutely he's a insane. sociopath he, dude he, i know he's absolutely insane no it, it looked great it had a lot of cool action to it um you know, it's gonna it's interesting setup for what's to come. Again, this is for the anime watchers only. It's gonna that have not checked out the uh, the webtoon, obviously, which a lot of people probably haven't. That's listening to this. Uh, it's 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 about to get some really fucking good shit. We only got two episodes left of this season, so I'll be very curious to see how this plays out. I think what you said many weeks ago is pretty on point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll get to the island, and then I think that's gonna be about the gist of it. Um. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and literally like spoil it, but I want to say what's going to happen next is we're going to have the little moment between Rai and the Lord. Correct? I think that's what's happening next, if I remember right. 
I don't remember them meeting that early. Yeah, I yeah, you because know, I know they're about to go, obviously, you know, to the island uh, as the at the end of this episode. So we got two episodes. This ep- episode eleven next week, they will be going to the island. So we still have basically half of eleven or most of eleven. Then we have all of twelve where they will be at the island. So I, I want to say it'll probably probably end with something with Ryan the Lord, uh, possibly that set up with maybe the the gift that you and I know about as readers, you know, okay. that could potentially be where the season ends. I don't know. I cannot remember where that took place. But I guess I feel I, like it's around here. I guess it's just before because I don't remember him and the Lord meeting that early because I, I remember their first actual interactions, not till towards the later ends from what I'm remembering, but it's also been a couple years since I read the series. I just read the series, I think, earlier this year, and I want to say they are about to meet, but I could be wrong. Okay. If anything, they'll meet in the anime, and maybe they didn't meet in the webtoon. I feel like they're going to meet in the anime at the very least, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Next up, we have Yashihime episode 10, which I have actually not watched yet. I've kind of said this before. Yashihime is like in that like middle awkward stage of a season because we know it's 24 episodes where it's like they really hook you in with the first few. They're going to fucking hook you back in with the last few. But now we're in like that middle point where it's like kind of dull. Kind of, a lot of, you know, we got one offs going on. And I just wasn't super invested to actually like immediately check it out this week. I'll watch it before the next episode. Uh, but what did you think? Did you watch it? Yeah, it was a call in. It was a call. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, o- overall, it was a good episode, but, and it focused very heavily on uh, Setsuna and Toa's relationship as siblings. Mm-hmm. And we got a little glim- glimpse into Setsuna possibly remembering stuff. Not? Okay. Okay. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. And it was it was a real whole weird thing of just because it was two demons that are brothers, but the same person fighting each other, which leads to weird demon stuff and Setsuna and Toa fighting stuff, and sort of. Then we had our episode villain, which was a villain. Thus, both siblings teams team up together because of reasons. I mean, it was okay. Any, so it's about what the last couple have been. Yeah, I mean, any it does give us a bit more character development, which is a lot more than we've seen for the last couple episodes. And I, As I've said with you before, I know Inuyasha had this stuff too, Yeah. but I very much feel like Inuyasha at least caught me a bit more with the one-offs than this, than Yasuhime is. That's fair. Also, I call bullshit on this episode because during the whole fight with the villain of the episode, one of the demon brothers, he uses fire and his fire's doing something to the villain, but it doesn't seem like jack shit. As soon as fucking Setsuna uses his fire, fucking wrecks the villain. I'm just <laughs> like, what is this bullshit? What, what is different here that Setsuna's, that this fire now suddenly hurts it? <laughs> I'll have to check that out. I was like, fucking plot, man. I'm, I'll, I'll, when I when I watch the episode this weekend, I'm, I'll, I'll shoot you a text and I'll follow up on that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Dragon Quest, though, episode 10? Fuck Pop? Actually, Pop didn't take much of a point on this one, so okay. I'm sort of happy. Yeah, that's good. That's um, good. It took me a moment to remember because this episode actually focused heavily on the uh, Leg- the Dark Legion. Because we actually got to see all the other Legion commanders on screen for the first time. I mean, it's referenced them whenever it's announced the Legions, but this is the first time it's actually shown all of them. Mm-hmm. 
And besides that, we also get to take a glimpse at the Dark Legion self and their plans. And then Pop, Die, and Mam got upgrades from the king for saving the kingdom. Die gets to have his humble moment. Then they meet uh, one of the other commanders and actually just straight up start fighting. So we go from one commander fight to another. I mean, overall, it was a very uh, good episode. Got to see more of the Dark Legion, which is very big in Dragon Quest and whatnot, because you're in Dragon Quest games, you're always aware of the villains and everything. So, glimpsing more into them and then just seeing Dai's progression at this point versus the beginning and things like that. Okay, that's fair. Um, and, you know, I, kn- I know you kind of mentioned this to me privately, but based on how this is kind of setting up, I'm assuming you're projecting this to be a 24-episode season. Yeah, based on what just happened, and that was just now episode 10, yeah. I don't see it ending in two more episodes in any fashion. That's fair. Also, I'm also kind of curious. Is it going to be a 24-episode season or a 24-episode series? Just kind of, you know, who knows? You know, I, I you know, is this... I'm assuming, I'm pretty sure this is based on, like, the original, like, Dragon Quest Adventure Die manga from back in, like, the 80s and stuff, right? As far as I'm aware. Okay. So, I, I guess I can look into that and kind of get a general gauge about how long this is potentially going to be. At the very least, it might get a second season, because if we're just going by the opening, the opening only actually shows them fighting three of the, uh, I believe it's seven commanders. Is that right? No, there's six commanders. Oh, okay. And seven, if you include our dark general... Who's under the Dark Lord? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Palpatine. <laughs> Palpatine. <laughs> yes, Luke. Yes. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll sit down and I'll watch more of this eventually. I just don't know when, but I will. I promise. I enjoyed episode two. I'll watch three. It just it doesn't believe me. Not a single damn bit. <laughs> just wait, man. I'll come on here one day. I'll be like, oh, hey, Zach, guess what? I can talk about the latest episode with you. Fuck you. In the middle of 2021. <laughs> Fuck off, man. I'll get there. <laughs> All right, so I, I want to talk about uh, a, a new series I just picked up, just checked out, uh, called uh, Ayakashi Triangle. It is part of Weekly Shonen Jump. All right. I checked this out because on the same ranking list where I saw Phantom Seer at 76, I saw Volume 2 of Ayakashi Triangle at 19. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that's that's pretty good. It's popular. People like it. I literally did no research on this. I had no idea what it was about. I just jumped headfirst into it just knowing it was popular and it was selling well. So let's see what the hype's about. First, I want to talk about a little rant leading up to this me. This is how you fall into scams. You know that? I know. I know. This This. This is who I am as a person. <laughs> I can't help it. This is how I am. Okay. I want to go on a little bit of a rant about what it took for me to fucking read this series, which also brings me up a question. Okay, and this involves Weekly Shonen Jump, Jump Plus, whatever. This is a Weekly Shonen Jump manga. To my understanding, this is printed in the magazine every single week. Okay, It is not in the Weekly Shonen Jump app. The app that we use, it is not in there. It is not in the Manga Plus app, which also pulls from Weekly Shonen Jump and pulls from Jump Plus. It is not in Jump Plus. It is not on the Viz Media app. I had to go into a browser and go to viz.com and read it there. What the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck, Shonen Jump? Like, I looked in the Shonen Jump app, wasn't there. Looked in Manga Plus, wasn't there. Looked in the Viz app, wasn't there. Had to go online to I'm read I'm calling it. your bullshit. It wasn't on there for me. 
All right. He called me on my bullshit. It wasn't there for me. It's on there for him. I mean, it's been on there for months now. It was not on there for me when I, I mean, read it, it the other day. It's still the bullshit of Jump Plus where you can only read the first three chapters and the latest three chapters, but how? Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Okay, so, okay, yes, since you, you said that, I remember that now. Yes, my bad. It was on Jump uh, Manga Plus that he is on, but it was only the, the latest three and the last three. That's what it was. That's my fault. I remember this now, now that you said that. Okay, thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> But bottom line, I had to go through fucking hurdles to read this fucking series. I mean, it's apparently not that popular if you have to go through hurdles to find it online. Like, and it brings me to a question of, I wonder if it's not in, like, the Jump app, for example, because of what the series is. Like, I understand it's being printed in the magazine, but I'm wondering if it's not in the Jump app because of what the series is. Just something I was kind of curious about. Or if it's a legitimate, like, fuck-up of some capacity. I, I, It's tough for me to see that being a fuck-up, considering they have every single, literally every single weekly show and Jump series in the Jump app, like normal. So it's tough for me to see. It's a, I, I, I'm just curious if it's because of what the series is. I don't know. Do you have any you know thought on that? Because as I've already told you about the series, so, you know, without going I mean, into detail, do you think that that's a possibility? I mean, I'm going to continue with what I said l- the other night when you told me about this is this is the closest thing you can get to if you're not the age in Japan to be able to buy porn and you want something. <laughs> so, basically, yeah, there you go. All right, so that basically kind of sets up my conversation here. So I'm not going to really dive super deep into this because I'll be honest, like, this is not a series that I see myself keeping in, like, my chapter lineup for the week, whatever. I don't personally foresee myself keeping it in there. All right, so I'm going to give you the breakdown of Chapter 1, and you can see where all this shit goes from here. All right. Ayakashis are like demons, basically. Okay? That's basically what they are. You have exorcist ninjas. All right? And to my understanding, there's not like just an exorcist and you can be like an exorcist cowboy. Like Everyone is an exorcist ninja. That's Can you be thing. just a ninja? No, I think you have to be an exorcist. I don't know. But bottom line, that's that's the gist, is exorcist ninjas, all right? So you have your main character, Matsuri. He is the heir to this very popular or famous, you know, exorcist ninja family. Uh, yeah, he's only like <laughs> fucking 15, 16 years old, whatever. <laughs> exorcist ninja family. Yeah. He's uh, got his best friend named Suzu, uh, who is able to see Aikashis. It's kind of the same vibe as like Jujutsu Kaisen, where only certain people can see curses kind of thing. It's kind of like that. So in his case, being Exorcist Ninja, he has the ability to see curses and everything. But, you know, his friend Suzu is just a normal person, so we think. Uh, she can see them as well. So, kicks off. You got this fucking little fat cat. Uh... This little fat cat, Aikashi, he grabs. Suzu comes in, you know, kind of takes it away. He's like, here, whatever. You know, don't don't hurt it. Wait, grabs? Like, Wait. he, well, yeah, uh, Matsuri grabs it because he's planning to kill it. He's like, all right, yeah, I got you, bitch. Oh, I'm going to fucking kill okay. you. Okay, you just said the cat grabs. I was like, no, what the fuck? The I'm, cat, cat grabbing. I'm sorry. Yeah, so we have this cat. It's an Aikashi. Matsuri grabs it. He's going to fucking kill it. He's like, fuck you. You're an Aikashi. You're going to die. So Suzu comes in. It's like, hey, leave that cat alone. It's cute. And he's, you know, Matsuri's like, I've told you to stay away from Ayukashi's. They're dangerous, whatever. Stay away from him. She's like, I'll, I'll go release it. You know, don't kill it. It's cute. So he's like, whatever. What the fuck ever. So he goes home. He's talking to his grandpa, who's retired. The former heir, whatever. The former head of the family, whatever you want to call it. You know, and uh, Matsuri mentions the name to him. I don't remember the fucking cat's name. And 
uh, you know, his grandpa freaks out and say, like, "Oh, that cat! Yeah, that's that's the king of the Ayukashi. She's in terrible danger." You did what, boy? Yeah, it's like she's he's she's gonna die. So he quickly rushes to the battlefield. Sure enough, this cat's the fucking king of Ayukashi. He's turned into like a really cool looking big ass fucking fucking cat form of some sort, and it's gonna eat Suzu. So here's the here's the gist on Suzu. She's known as an Ayukashi medium. That is how she's able to see the Ayukashis, and if an Ayukashi would devour her then they would gain, like, a humongous fucking power boost, basically, is what it's going to be. They would become incredibly strong. So Matsuri rushes in the battlefield to, um, to save her. You know, this is when she finds out she's an Ayukashi medium, which Matsuri's just like, well, how the fuck do you expect me to tell you that, hey, your body's like a delicious meal for a demon? What do you? How do you expect me to tell that to you? So he starts fighting the fucking cat. Hey, but, hey Suzu. Ayakashi? Yeah, no. They think you're fucking delectable. Yeah, exactly. So he kept it a secret all this time. You know, he knew the whole time. That's why he always told her to stay away from. So he's fighting this demon. He can't win. His grandpa gave him a, uh, a uh, power sealing scroll to seal away the cat's powers. That's what he uses. So before I jump into what's about to happen next, I want to point out that even in this first chapter, it's very kind of hinted here and there. Like as a reader... And someone who's probably, I'm assuming if you're reading this, you've read a lot of other mangas out there. You can get the gist that these two have feelings for each other. Okay? You get that gist. So, so here we go. This is the part where it's like the moment this happened, I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus. This is the where it kind of lost me. It kind of, you know, this series kind of had me up until this point. It's like, okay, okay, I'm about this so far. And then this happens. So as the, the cat demon is getting his power sealed away, he, he fires off one last spell. And this last spell, I don't know why the fuck this spell was the one of all things that he could have fucking done. Because it didn't even reduce the dude's power at all. It, like, he's still got the same amount of fucking power. He uses a gender swap spell on our pro tag. So Matsuri is now a female. And like I said, these two characters have feelings for each other. Do they just continue to call him Matsuri? Yes. Yes. And the, the thing is, like, they're in school, right? They're 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 high schoolers. They actually just entered high school, so we're talking sophomores or freshmen here. Okay, you know, depending on how they consider high school over there. I know for where we live, sophomores, you know, was the high. Well, you know, you get my point. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're basically freshmen. Okay, they're they're in school and they're still just going. They're gonna they're just going with it. Like, yeah, my name is Matt Seri. What's up? I'm a chick, and no one questions. I mean, if they're new at the school, fuck him. Yeah, no one questions. You know, for the people that may have known him, no one questions. But bottom line, this series is mega fucking fan service. Like, mega fan service to the point where, like, literally, I think in Chapter 4, there was uh, there was a, a panel of the two kissing. It wasn't actually them, but obviously in terms of just the art itself, it obviously was. In terms of storyline, it wasn't. But mega fan service, dude. Like, to the point where, like, later on, we even have, like, you know, it's always, you know, trademark, like, hentai, whatever, with the with the octopus and fucking schoolgirl stuff. Yeah. Full-blown. We had that later on, too. Because Matsuri, he's always, he's carrying this scroll on him at all times. So that way, you know, this cat doesn't get his power back. Okay? There was another Ayukashi who takes the form of a human. And uh, his big thing is kind of like Sai from Naruto, where, you know, he whatever he draws, it comes to life. You know, ink, ink powers, whatever. So, you know, this dude's a big supporter of, of this particular king. And, he, you know, he wants him to get his power back because as of right now in the Aikashi world, there's no, there's no standing king, and that's a problem. So he draws a fucking octopus. And has the octopus fucking wrapped up all around Matsuri trying to find the scroll. And it is the, the, full, the biggest fucking fan service shit that I've ever seen in a series. 
Not true, but you, you get the point. I'm, I'm just trying to sell the point that this is why the series is popular. It's because it's just fucking fan service. No, readers, there was no better way for him to find the scroll other than using an octopus. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> you're just going to have to accept that. Like, the story itself isn't, like, overly captivating. Like, it really, it kind of had me going there for a minute in chapter one until the, until the, the gender swap thing happened. Then it's just like, okay, I see where this is going. I see where this is going. I see why it's popular. Because I'm like, it's like every chapter you have like anywhere from one to three like really big like fan service moments between the two characters of like, you know, upskirt shots or whatever the case is going to be. Like the, the scene of them kissing, whatever it's going to be. Like see, that's why it's popular. You saying that just now makes me think of your, your wow effect just every time one of those happens. Nope. Nope. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> <laughs> my bad yeah that that's 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 accurate yeah so but i mean that's basically the gist of the series mega fan service demons ninjas yeah there you go i'm gonna call it the series is gonna at some point have matsuri team up with the cat and do a fusion haul to make <laughs> him go male again but he's also part cat now uh he did actually go male again for like a single like a couple of chapters and that was it and it was because of the team up with the cat. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so basically what happened here um is they were they were fighting an Ayukashi who's super powerful and he's trying to he's he's trying to eat Suzu to basically become the king himself. He wants to say fuck this cat basically. You know, the cat doesn't have his powers, so Matsuri is going to fight him. Matsuri ends up getting his shit wrecked. And Matsuri technically dies. He actually is like, he's dead. He's D-E-D dead. And right before he dies, he unleashes the scroll as like, a you know, because at this point, they're kind of like getting on mutual terms with this cat where he's not really like a bad guy, you know, like they're kind of becoming friends kind of thing. I'm not a bad guy. I just wanted to feast on her delectable flesh. Basically, like they're kind of becoming friends. So, uh, you know, he at the last minute before he dies, he, un he unleashes the scroll for the cat to get its powers back. Genie, I wish you free. Yeah. <laughs> So basically what happens from there for how he becomes a male again temporarily is since he died. Okay. If I remember correctly, it was kind of weird how it was explained since he died and the cat demon got its powers back. Basically he, he died as a girl. So he was able to come back as a boy is <laughs> basically how they described it. His normal guy form since Okay, it, it, since he died, and the way he died for whatever power it was, he was a girl. It remind, remember, he is a girl because of another spell. So basically, it's like the spell is diffused temporarily, and he's back to normal self. So he basically gets a one-up. Uh, he even referenced that, too, where he's just like, okay, so me becoming a girl is basically a one-up, and the cat's just like, how dare you compare my powers to a video game? And he's temporarily a guy again, but then it ha he goes back to being a girl. Because the spell came back. It said, I, I don't... It, I That's don't, not how magic or souls work. I don't know, man. It, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me. For anyone listening to this that actually reads it, they might be sitting there and be like, oh, man, this guy completely fucking explained it wrong. But it, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me how he uh, temporarily became a dude again. But, yeah. Sounds like Detective Conan Syndrome. <laughs> Basically. Yes, I will become adult me for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, more or less. 
Yep. So uh, that's Ayakashi Triangle. Honestly, I wasn't even going to talk about it. Uh, I only decided to talk about it because it irritated me what I had to do to fucking read the series. You know, that it, it's like not on their apps, you know, besides Manga Plus for first three and latest three. And that I had to go to a browser to read. I thought that I just think that I thought that was really stupid. It, it didn't make sense to me. I, I don't get it. I don't understand why it's set up like that. I don't know. That's literally the only reason I really want to talk about it. Just because of that. Because it irritated the piss out of me. I'm not going to add it to the weekly lineup, though. <laughs> I mean, you'd be on your own on that one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. It's not being added to the weekly lineup. <laughs> Speaking of the weekly lineup, all right, let's do the weekly lineup. Let's do our chapter reviews. Um, let's kick things off. With our normal, our normal gist here, we got uh, weekly show and jump stuff to talk about. Got my hero academia two ninety three. What'd you think about it? Eight. I agree. I have mine at eight. Honestly, I'd probably be a little bit higher. Like you, you would think that it'd be higher for me, like a nine or ten, because I love Bakugo so much. But I just felt like what they did with Bakugo in this chapter felt really kind of forced, and I wasn't a huge fan of it. There wasn't a whole lot that actually happened. No, it really wasn't. The Bakugo moment was the biggest thing. Like I said, it felt forced, felt unnecessary. I love Bakko, but it felt unnecessary, at least in my opinion. So He wanted to tell his mentor everything about himself. Yeah, I guess. What about Black Clover 274? What do you think of this one? I give it a 7. I give it a 6. That's fair. Uh, I think it, it, we're, we're about to get some some really hype stuff here pretty soon, but right now it's just... Uh, I feel like we're just at a weird part, because I feel like in this arc... I mean, we've had a few fights, but honestly, I don't feel like anything's really happened. <laughs> I mean, we've had a few fights. We had our ditzy princess. And, I mean, I, don't, I guess stuff has happened. It just doesn't feel like stuff has happened compared to how arcs usually go in Black fair. Clover. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. I, that's how I feel, too. I feel like nothing's happened, but things have happened. I mean, because we're fixing, it's setting up for to start our grind to the showdown, but at the same time, I was like, I don't feel like we've, done enough to get to this point <laughs> right but yeah. uh what about uh what do you think of jitsu kaisen 132 seven i give it an eight uh i only I, I had it at a seven before we started recording and i only bumped it up to an eight because i love a good setup so the the last the last panel was enough for me to bump it up one right before we started recording yeah, I, no. remember, I remember what it was yeah no it's a good setup and hopefully will lead us into our one thing that's left in this arc that's been just up in the air for a good almost two months now. Right. Um, what about Mashal 42? Eight. Yeah, that's what I gave it. I gave it an eight as well. It's fucking super troll. It is. <laughs> it is. Hey, but uh, the one really big takeaway of this chapter is um, we got a good, we got a shot at what's going to be one of our main attack uh, antagonists yes. right there at the end. So that's that's actually really cool. So I'll be very interested to see where this series goes from here. Uh, what about Chainsaw Man Chapter 96, second to last chapter? What do you think? I give it a big old what the fuck. Yeah, if, if I'm going to just give it a what the fuck ranking. I agree. I mean, <laughs> that fucking ending. So this is what you taste like. The ending was so fucking weird to me, man. <laughs> he said that. I was just like, you got your fucking wish. <laughs> the ending was so fucking weird, dude. Like, as soon as I, I, as soon as like he started to like pull the stuff out, I'm like, no, no. He's like, oh yeah, I can dig it. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the series 
just took such a turn starting like last month. Like, I mean, I I, under, I understand completely how we've ended up where we are and where what we're probably going to get here in a couple of days for the final chapter of Chainsaw Man. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck happened? How did we do such a hard transition? See, I don't know either because it's like I guarantee you they weren't being like the writer wasn't being like forced to finish it or anything. Like it's popular, it's newer. Of course they're not. And it's even getting a second part. Yeah, and I, I feel like uh, I feel like the creator was just like, oh shit, hey, we're almost uh, at like chapter one hundred. I can't have a series be longer than that. We have to finish this up now. <laughs> I mean, I'll do a part. I'll do a part two if you want me to, but I can't have a hundred chapters. Yeah, it's not what I do, man. <laughs> that's, that's not my trademark <laughs> thing. We have to finish, finish this now. And you know, his editor's like, but hold on, this is gonna this is gonna get really weird if you. He's like, I don't care. We have to do it now. <laughs> yeah, just what the fuck, dude. In reality, I gave it a six. I, you know, no, I'm giving it a five. It was that that, weird, that ending was fucking weird to me. <laughs> In reality, I still give it a what the fuck. <laughs> I think a what the fuck is more accurate. <laughs> Either that, or if you really want to, 18 plus. Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what about Dr. Stone 177? You know, you're still reading this, even though you're missing a ton of back context. I started to give you some context yesterday, though, that you didn't know about with some characters. Oh, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, what'd you think of 177? I mean, fuck doing faxes by hand, man. <laughs> yeah, true. I give it a five. It was uh, boring. I'll give it a six. Just, just for the troll that was... I, does anyone have any graph paper? Fucking lolly. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And then just seeing the other weird people in Corn City of Mr. Meat Chop. <laughs> True. Um, Yozakora, um, Family, uh, Chapter 62. I give it a seven. Uh, are you going to actually read this at some point? Even though you basically know everything that happens? I, guess? I was about to say, I, didn't, I don't even got to read it because I guess the fucking story. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to check this out at some point? I mean, maybe. So far, I've... You talking about series? I'm about four for five on guesses on how the story goes. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, this 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 was a training chapter, and the only reason I give it a seven is because uh, the last few panels, last few pages of the chapter were really good, setting up for what's going to be a, a really awesome chapter with, um, um, like you know the current the current family, the ki- you know the kids and everything. Their grandfather, you know, he's currently training our pro tag right now, and we got a pretty cool setup for what's coming next. Uh, Phantom Seer, chapter 15. It's kind of like the turn of a new page here, starting up your, our next arc going on right now. Uh, Six. Yeah, it was it was kind of on the dull side. Yeah, it felt kind of it, it felt really fast-paced. Did you feel that way too, reading it? I don't know if it felt fast-paced or just how, what it's trying to set up is really odd. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I give it a six as well. It, it just kind of you know we'll, we'll see how it goes from here, but we got the we got we got the diddler. Yeah, is yeah. what I'm dubbing him. I know, he, I know that's not he's what what he's doing, but he's diddling people with ghosts. Yeah, that's more or less exactly <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah. What about Sakamoto Days, uh, Chapter Three? Fucking eight. An eight. Okay. Okay. I love Sakamoto Days. <laughs> Fucking so third chapter. We're continuing our daily lives with Sakamoto and Shin, and uh, introduces us to a um, local police officer woman who's like stru- super. Um, straight, narrow, honest. She's the ideal policewoman for local police and whatnot. And I, for, it's been a bit. I forget exactly what Sakamoto and Shin do, but they do something that causes her to chase them. So, like a good port, like a good several panels, there's her chasing them through the local shopping area mm-hmm. and them just hiding in different stalls and eating food. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! And like she, like she's like super straight narrow. We're talking the cop character that gets involved in stupid shit. 
with like thugs because she sees something wrong, so she deals with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just fucking great because there's a great moment in the uh, Shin and Sakamoto escaped her and got home, and she got involved with something. And the elder police guy who works with her and the police box just comes on and comes into the house and knocks. It's like, hey Sakamoto, I was just seeing if our recruits was chasing you and your employee again. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, no, oh well, we haven't seen her since this afternoon. It's like, oh. And they just finished dinner, and it's just a good panel of uh, Sakamoto and Shin. Sakamoto's daughter says she saw something, and just Sakamoto just going, well, Shin, let's go get some after-dinner exercise. (laughs) 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 It's a a really good series. It's just a whole build-up, because as you might guess, they go help her in. There's a whole moment of them them trying to hide their identities, because she thinks they're still... uh, criminals or whatnot for because she chased them down mm-hmm. and there's a whole moment where they're being fucking super splinter cell just straight up and there's a moment where she's her blindfold falls off so she's about to see Sakamoto and just Sakamoto's this big guy and just suddenly he's thin <laughs> he just comes out of the smoke thin and she's just like oh. she has the starry eyes love and Chin's just going what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I think I may. I think I may finally uh, sit down and read this this weekend. I want. I I, I want to check it out. I feel like it'd be another good meme series for me to read. It's such an entertaining series. I mean, it's it's far less meme than Mashal, to be honest. Okay. Because, I mean, it's got its funny moments, but it's worked in very naturally. Okay. Where Mashal, I mean, it's all about the memes. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it's it's not done very naturally. <laughs> it's all about the memes, boys. That's why I love Mashal, dude, because it just knows that it's a meme, and I'm all about it. Uh, what about Kaiju uh, number eight, chapter 20? Nine. Yeah, nine, dude. This is a good fucking chapter. It was a good chapter. Yeah. I I, I actually was like kind of low-key thinking. I was like, you know, with you know, with how he was kicking our protag's ass, is like, is our protag about to like reveal his identity to him as well? Like, you know, to get him to stop? <laughs> like, what? Well, where are we going with this? So, I don't know. Yeah, nine for me, man. Next week, unfortunately, is the break week. So, yep. kind of a bum bummer there. But, dude, I fucking love this series. Mark my words. Next big hit. Um, what about Deranged Detective, uh, Chapter Seven? You know, after reading this, I I really do kind of feel how what you mentioned. Um, when we talked about Derange last time, and I'm actually kind of losing faith in the series, honestly. I don't think it's going to last. I mean, from what I'm guessing, they're going to get a doctor on call. It's a really weird doctor. Looks like she should be going up and making zombies and mummies. Yeah. And this case itself is just a giant... Okay, sure. Fuck it. Why not? It's almost a locked room case, but... right. Yeah, no. Yeah, I have I have no interest in the case itself. I mean, the new character we're getting introduced who's probably going to be their doctor on call. She seems pretty interesting. Yeah. I give, personally, this chapter, I give it a five. I'll say a five, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm losing a little faith in the series. It sucks because, you know, me and you both, we love the author for the, of this series. but And uh, our pro tag, you know, quoting you here, is a trip. Um, and I think the series has potential, but... Uh. I mean, I think the thing is because when I... Because... The last big series this author had was called you know, Hitman Reborn, in which it was initially a comedy series, which just due to popularity and how a couple of chapters went, transitioned into an action anim, uh, action manga, mm-hmm. in which I feel like she's trying, she's doing something similar in this because a lot of that opening, which was the comedy part, 
was actually a lot of introducing our main cast at the time. Right. So I feel like we're in this point of she's introducing our main cast of who's going to be on call for our detective. Cause he's got a, he's got a tracker. He's got a hound. He's going to have a underground doctor. Well, she's not really underground, but she might as well be mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who's also some sort of genius as well. So maybe once we see what his on-call staff is, we might get something interesting if it lasts that long. Well, I mean, that that's all that's that's all a great point. I hope it lasts long enough to actually see what's going to happen, you know. But Because I, I enjoy the characters. Just Yeah, the, I enjoy the characters too. None of the cases I do I care for at this point. I'm waiting for, like, the first, like, real big one, you know. That's what I'm waiting for, I know. Because I, I at the time you hadn't read it, but you read the whole... The two part of the hand guy, right? Yep. Yeah, it made no fucking sense, right? Nope. Cool. Yep. Nope. Nope, not at all. <laughs> I read that and I'm just like, what the fuck? And the, the person who did it in that one, I called it as soon as he popped up in the first panel. I was just like, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm hoping whatever uh, she has planned for like the first big case, it's not going to last two chapters. I, I really hope it's just a home run. I really do. But I guess we'll see. It's going to involve our... Uh, his sergeant lady suddenly having to choose between our deranged detective or him because he does something that makes her think he's not a simpleton. Mm-hmm. Or she just falls heads over heels and gets distracted and still gets kidnapped. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Uh, next up, I got Eden Zero 122. I'd personally give it an eight. Great setup for what's about to be a great fight. This is our first interaction between our pro tag and some of the characters from the... I, I don't want to mispronounce. I don't want to get the, the the name wrong, but I believe it's uh, G- uh, Galactic Federation Force is what they call themselves. I'd have to go back and review. Um, they or There's also, I think they're the group that's here, I believe is also called the... Interstellar, um, Oso, uh, God, Ocean says, you know that that name that's all he always uses. He used it in Rave Master, used it in Fairy Tale, mm-hmm. and then there's two groups of the Ocean says here in Eden Zero. There's one that's uh, like the Space Pirates one, and there's one that's actually like the part of the Galactic uh, Federation Force. So Team Magma and Team Aqua. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. That is accurate. Um, so we did get um, one of the uh, the what seems to be like the, the main characters of the uh, the interstellar the galactic uh, whatever whichever one they're called. Ocean says um, <laughs> I I can't remember the fucking two groups' names right now. The one that looks like a like a, a lighter haired colored gray basically. You think if we do this every week, we might actually take notes, but no, dude true <laughs> sooner or later i need to start taking notes with the amount of stuff we talk about i need to take notes because we talk about a lot of different series i need to take notes. when we start getting a large group of people who actually comment our stuff and calling us out on stuff maybe we'll consider taking notes yeah that's that's probably the best way to put it but we got we got our character justice and shiki about to throw down uh we had another character um come back up from hermit's past came back up into place. So that's pretty interesting as well. I'm really excited to see uh, where the rest of this arc is going to be playing out, leading up to our pro tags, getting up to Poseidon Zero. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, next, let's head over to the webtoons of everything. we got Solo Leveling Chapter 130. What would you feel about Nine. It? Nine. I, I gave it a nine as well. Rise of the Monarch. Yep, Rise of the Monarch, dude. This is going to do this is about to be hype as shit. I'm ready to go. Well, Best girl, too. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'm pretty sure we're going to... Get fucking cooled down here after a chapter or two pretty hard. 
Yeah, that's fine. I, I feel that we are because after hey, everything that's been going on. Hey, I love the cooldown stuff with solo leveling. Everything about solo leveling is good. Like even the even the cooldown stuff's good to me. Yeah. So uh, we are going to go ahead and talk about two chapters of God of High School, the one from last week and from the one of this week, since we are recording on a Friday again, so we're able to do that. We have 493 and 494. Me personally, I'd give 493 and 8 and 494 a 7. How do you feel about it? I'd I- give them both a 7. That's fair. I thought the uh, the little like reveal at the end with Mira's arm of the of four ninety four was kind of random. Like, okay, where did that come from? <laughs> I just thought that was kind of out of nowhere. You mean a four ninety four ninety? No, it's for in the end of it's towards the end of four ninety four. Oh, like, okay. We, I, you say that I'm just like. I, I, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about, but I thought it was just in the middle of the chapter because a couple things happened after that. So. Oh, okay. It might have been in the middle. But either way, I thought that was fucking random. I was like, all right, yeah, that came out of nowhere. I mean, she is Weapon Master. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she is Weapon Master. Yeah, I'd give it about an 8 and a 7 My big thing with these two, well, not even just these two chapters, these past chapters, just the weird meta-ness of what time frame are we in? Right. Yeah, see, that's what I was, that's what I was wondering, too. Is it when was the last time we saw our, our pro tag? I mean, our pro tag's in a screwed world regardless. Yeah. Time doesn't matter to him right now. I'm more curious because Mira is, I assume, in the past and Daiwei's in the maybe close present falling behind her because it's going... Because more or less it's just doing a recap of, hey, hey, remember Mira? Yo, this is what she'd been up to. Yeah, more or less. Also, yo... Mira has had some weird body modifications over this entire series. Oh, dude. Dude, yes. God damn. Dude, she really has. I was like, Mira, out of any of the characters, has probably had the most... She's more or less a cyborg at this point. Yep. With just all the crap that's happened to her over this entire series. Yeah, dude, she's had a lot of shit happen to her. Like, dude, you're not fucking lying there. Uh, What about Unordinary 211? I'm still waiting for bad shit to happen in Seraphine. Yeah. I mean, I'd give it an 8, though. I'd give it an 8, too, but I'm with you. I- I'm feeling it. There's going to be some bad shit that's going to happen. Zeke's a bitch. Zeke is a bitch. <laughs> Fuck that asshole. <laughs> Fucking hate that dude. <laughs> he's such a little bitch, dude. But Blake's super Boy Scout. Yeah, he is. He is. He's trying his best, though. Uh, I will say in this chapter, I did like uh, have that moment where, you know, once he dropped the... Um, the enhancer. Uh, yeah, the enhancer. I'm just like, oh no. If they if if they have John get it. Oh no. <laughs> I'm going Zeke gets it. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. What about um Eisen? I mean Eisen's being Eisen. Yeah. He he was very analytical like he usually is, figured something was off, went and did his thing. It's fair. You always forget that Eisen's actually fairly useful. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He is. Now, uh, bringing up Zeke, that's a good point. Zeke could potentially get it, which that would be fucking annoying. But, yeah. Um. So we do, we do, we don't have the, your uh, your weak hero going on. Yep, weak hero did have its season finale last week. I have no clue when the season's when the next season's going to start, just because at least at the end of it, when the last chapter when I read it, did not give any hints. I assume if it's like most webtoons, probably won't hear anything for about a month, probably. Okay. So maybe I'll see something in January. Okay. Uh, what about Alcide? You get a new chapter there? 88? I'm assuming it's 88? Yes. Okay. I did get, there was a new chapter of Alcide. I'm just trying to remember. It's been a 
almost a week since I read it. Uh, from what I remember, it was for, oh, I do remember. Okay, so this was a great chapter of just fucking Caden being a fucking troll, our cat. So I give this chapter an eight now that I remember what it was about. So there's been a whole thing with Jai Wu that one of the groups here at this school, their whole thing is their main uh, upper echelon people's power is being able to communicate with animals and have animals help them do stuff and whatnot. So, one of the girls, when passing Jai Wu and Kaden when he was walking, she tried to more or less tame Kaden to become her cat for whatever reason mm-hmm. and more or less take Kaden away from Jai Wu. What Kaden did was he walks over and looks like he's all in a daze. She holds out her hand. Kaden walks up to it, teabags her hand. <laughs> <laughs> teabags her hand, farts, walks away. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets super offended and whatnot, but... Um, assumes that because her power, she's apparently at least what's shown the strongest of the students for this group there that because she couldn't take the cat over or bring the cat, tame the cat that Jai Wu's this super strong mm-hmm. person who can um, communicate with animals. Well, she apparently tells her not f- teacher advisor. I don't even really said, but the, the adult person for that group that's there at the school that about this. So, Jai Wu and Kanan come was like, eh, just tell them you can communicate with animals, but it's such a, a minor power to you that you can only communicate with me. Okay. They question about it. Jai Wu gets put on the spot and says, what can you make the cat do? I can make it fight. <laughs> 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 so this happens before the whole unaffiliated affiliated thing. Now roll this bag. They see Jai Wu's strength and whatnot. And one, since he's actually seems fairly powerful, uh, L. Seed, and they want to test out his other power, mm-hmm. especially this lady who's with this group whose whole big thing is communicating with animals. Like, okay, well, so they agree to it. Caden, being Caden, reluctantly goes, and they do all these tests to show whether Jai Wu can command and whatnot. And Caden, being Caden, says like, "This is fucking pointless," and goes about it in the most quickest way, ruining all the tests. Until a guy wants to test the capabilities of combat that he claim, Jai Wu claims he can get Kaden to do. And he wants to be an asshat and kill Kaden. He says some stupid shit to Kaden. Kaden's. Kaden, who's been turned into a cat, was a top LC guy. No one could touch him. Here's this little shit. Talk some mad smack to him. Fucking Kaden goes on a fucking prowl. <laughs> 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 it just it, it ends greatly with with finishing up with that it was an overall good chapter of just being able to seeing as it's focused on Jai Wu so heavily just reminding everyone Kaden is a badass even as a cat <laughs> right I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pick this series back up I keep saying that every week and I will you say that about half the things I talk about I I mean it though well Dragon Quest is gonna be the one that's gonna be tough but because I, I have to sit down and watch something. 2021, Alex does a review on Dragon Quest Die. I'll get there. Okay. <laughs> Reading stuff is a lot easier for me. I just, you know, lately it's been like, you know, different things took priority, like Rising the Shield Hero, mm-hmm. Jutsu Kaisen, just, you know, eating Zero at one point. Um, so, you know, now that those kind of things are all caught up, I'm not reading anything currently, but I am about to be playing Cyberpunk, so that's also going to take up some time. But I'll, I'll Well, if it doesn't crash every other half hour. <sighs> yeah, we'll see how that fucking goes. 
Uh, but I think it's going to do it for this episode. A um, lot of news to talk about today. Uh, next episode, we are going to have the top five favorite arcs of all time from me, Zach, and Josh. That's going to probably take a majority of the episode. So for next week for that episode, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to, as, as the host, I'm going to do my best here. We're going to try to, we're going to all mutually work together. And try to make sure that, like, for the, our, our chapter stuff, whatever, we literally just speed run it, you know? Just do ratings only and don't really talk about them. So that way we can keep the episode a decent length. Because I really want to give all three of us a chance to kind of give a few minutes to talk about why the arc's so good or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. Um, so we're going to try to, you know, maybe even keep news to a minimum. I'm going to actually hope there's not going to be a lot of dope-ass news this week. I'm going to have to keep my fingers crossed for Hopefully that. Hopefully not. <laughs> I, I do want to find it funny. You say you want to keep it down to a minimum. I did when I was looking through... Uh, the archives of the episodes one day. Yeah, I did yeah. find it funny. I noticed like, huh, we didn't start hitting our episodes until I joined in episode three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't mind our episodes, you know, but you know, over at lighthearted, I've had like an hour and a half. I've had like, I think almost like an hour 45, I had an hour 15. Yeah. I don't mind stuff like that, but just for the sake of, so that way it doesn't feel like, cause it's, yeah, it's going to get to a point where like we reach, like if we reach like an hour, and we still have to do our fucking manga ratings. <laughs> We're speed running this shit, okay? We're not going to spend another thirty minutes talking about I mean, the just, manga just stuff. Just split the episode in half. We're just going to speed run it. We'll okay. speed run. We'll speed run the manga next week, so that way we can all talk about our arcs. Have you got your list done? Are you? Uh, I know I asked you last night, but you got your list done? No, I didn't have time to mess with it today. I got you. Yeah, I don't have mine done either. Uh, I'm getting there though. Uh, I've kind of got an idea about what I want, but. Uh, I know one and two. I just don't know if it's which is one, which is two. But I know one and two. I know some other series I'm toying with to put in there. But we'll we see. got six days. Yeah, we got six days. I'm excited for it. Uh, but that's gonna do it from us, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Anime Plus. Lots of news today. Lots of you know. Shout out to Kaiju Number Eight and Phantom Seer. Uh, but hey, that's gonna do it from us, though. Until next time, guys. Have a good one. Later. <laughs>